Well, uh, today's We Are a CLC is special because it's a tremendous day for our church. Today we are receiving a new pastor at Christian Layman Church. Yeah, it's something that is something to be excited about. You know, in these past few years, I have seen on grow as a man of God, as a minister of God. And I have seen the difference that he has made in our church. He, he's still the same person that came to us, this big, larger-than-life personality, love and care, shepherd with the heart of a spiritual father. But I've also seen how he's grown. By the way, where is he? I've seen on develop as a team leader, as one who brings out the best in other people and those around him. I have seen him grow as a Bible teacher. I have even seen him grow in his humility. Oh, yes. <laughs> Believe it. On there are so many lives that you have touched by a kind word, by your pastoral presence, by a timely boba. You guys know what I'm talking about. And today we want to honor the work that God is doing in you, and we want to start with a few testimonies. And so we have Jared, who is a home group leader. Come on up, Jared. He's going to go first. And Yvonne, who is one of our board members, she will share next. So here is Jared. Hello. Uh, so, when Andrew asked me to share a little bit about On, uh, I was taking some time to kind of reflect on how I knew On and, and just the stories over the years. Um, and I can't remember when I officially met On. He just kind of seems like he's always, like, just been there. And if you know On or if you don't know On, uh, you kind of just take a quick look at his Facebook and you know what I mean. He's kind of everywhere all the time. In one moment, he's with college students in Berkeley. Uh, the next moment, you're like, no, wait, he's in San Francisco getting lunch with a young adult. Or uh, you see him that evening at a, at a sporting event for one of the youth or a school concert or something, and then you're like, wait, no, he's hanging out with each one of the kids. Um, so he's always, like, everywhere, and that's kind of why it's hard for me to figure out um, uh, just, like, when I met him because it just kind of seems like he's been there. And in that, uh, I kind of just learned that On is all about community. He's all about being with. He's all about this um, idea of, of relationships and building that, um, just building relationships in order to share the gospel. Uh, so one quick story, uh, every once in a while, on and I will grab lunch. Uh, he usually just tells me, hey, Jared, pick a place in your work, um, and I'll meet you there. And so I often show up, and he's there, he's ordered, he's just ready to go, and just the way we have the most time to just share uh, stories of how God's been working in our life. Um, so on one occasion, we were at Hang 10 Boiler in Alameda, and it was, we were there a little bit early, so it was pretty empty. And I show up, and he's just there uh, chatting with the waitress, and he's just sharing stories. And he's asking her, um, what is your church story? What is your faith story? Uh, and it turns out she'd grown up in the church but hadn't really been there in a while and was just, um, yeah, talking about maybe coming back. So it's like, hey, I go to this church in Oakland. You're welcome to come. Just kind of extending this open invite. And what I realized very quickly is that it was very natural for him. He was being open to... Uh, God's calling. He was already there to meet me, to share stories about how God is working in our lives, um, to share testimonies, right? And not just the testimony of how I became a Christian, but the testimony of 
what is God doing in my life in the last week, in the last couple of days, in the last month? And, and it reminded me that um, being attentive to God and, and, um, and his gospel is part of just this, um, this process of, of sharing stories. Let us, let us share stories. And so it was in that moment that I realized uh, that An was, was kind of embodying what we see Jesus do, right? Uh, God sent his son, Jesus, to be with us, to build a relationship with us. It wasn't enough for him to just sit in heaven and love on us from there, but he sent Jesus to be with. Um, and on seemed to uh, take this lesson to heart and then live it out. So, uh, yeah, if I just wanted to share this one thing about on, it would be that he has taught me what it means to love people, to love people well, um, to do so in relationship, and to do so in a way that gives glory to God and furthers his kingdom. So thanks, on. morning. So um, I don't remember when I met on either, but I do remember one of the first times I had lunch with him. And he, just like Jared, he said, just pick a place and I'll come meet you. So we met at Habit by my house. And um, that was where we, he learned a little bit about me and I learned a little bit about him. I think he was, it was our first time hanging out and we had such a great time. And I just remember looking at this guy and he was so infectious so full of energy, and you could tell that he was invested in getting to know me, this middle-aged lady, and he's hanging out with all these youth and kids. I was like, wow, what, what, why does he want to hang out with this Gen Xer? But um, anyway, over the years, I've just watched on Kickstart things, and if I had a word to describe him, I would say he's a Kickstarter. He's also a connector. He knows how to build relationships in multiple ways, not just reaching out to the youth to the young adults, but also to, it doesn't matter our age, whether it's my age or your age or doesn't, he loves people and he loves starting new things that are in the name of Jesus. CLC Saturdays is one example and I've had a pleasure to um, attend a couple of those and just watching this ministry grow and watching how he started it and seeing folks get really excited about it, that, that was really cool. And also seeing new faces at the CLC Saturdays was also very cool. Um, another thing I would say about Odd is that he lives by example. He shows his love for Jesus by example, and he shows his love for people by example. He loves you regardless of who you are, where you're from, what you do for a living, what are your hobbies. He's, he just loves you for who you are, and that's really special. Okay. On and Ichan, would you please come forward? And then can I also get the crew to come? Pastor Calvin, can you be up here? Board member Yan and Diana, could you also join us up here upstairs? Well, On, uh, today is a momentous day. It, it comes um, after five years of being with us. On came to our church, joined our community and our staff team about five years ago. And uh, it's been a, a journey with him. It has been Pastor Andrew and my duty and responsibility to, to work with On. When On came here, he came with quite a bit of uh, ministry experience. But in many ways, he was still a diamond in the rough. 
And it was our duty as the senior members of the pastoral team to apply pressure and friction <laughs> to on. And it's, you know, it's not always comfortable, but the process was to, to uh, smooth out some of those rough edges that, that on has. So the journey that we go on in ministry is, is a long one. And, and today is just the beginning of a new chapter. Um, the first time I met on, uh, if he recalls, it was about five years ago, and uh, we both have a mutual love for coffee shops. So it was appropriate that we would meet at a coffee shop um, just a couple blocks away from my office in San Jose. And I think, or I hope you remember that time we met at Roy Station, right? And we had a conversation. And one of the things that I look for whenever I meet someone is the genuineness of their faith. And it comes out of their story. And one of the things I appreciate about An is his, his love of Jesus Christ. And that is something that's, that was very apparent if you hear a story. And, and it's out of that story that day five years ago, I, I heard him talk about how he um, had come out of much struggle in life and much hardship. And, and had a true understanding of what it means to be poor. Because out of poverty, one can only then appreciate the great gift of grace that Jesus Christ gives to us. Because Jesus says, blessed are those who are poor, in particular poor in spirit. And on through his story, five years ago, I saw evidence of his appreciation of the grace of God that has been able to transform his life. An has come to this day after five years and being in our church, uh, learning new ways, adapting old ways of how to do ministry. In particular, in the last six months, as part of his commissioning, he met with a team of advisor mentors. And I want to take a moment also to, at this time, to thank uh, Colin Tomakawa and Gordon Wong, uh, who joined Pastor Andrew and myself as a team who, who met with on several times over the last six months where we had a chance to evaluate, give feedback, and counsel, not just in leadership, but also in life in general. So that was a rich time where we got to spend with on in the six months. And in this past month, uh, a panel of advocates, two leaders from outside the church joining Pastor Andrew and myself again, we met with on uh, a few times to encourage him to share some words of wisdom about pastoral ministry and in life in general. So those are times that were, again, rich. But also, more importantly, we made a commitment to, to, to watch over on for the rest of his days as a pastor. So that's something we'll look forward to. On, you have chosen something that is not very easy. It's something that parents often tell their children not to, <laughs> to get involved with. It's the three Ps. The first one is a politician. The other one is a policeman. And it's the third one, and finally, it's a pastor. So the life as a pastor is not an easy one, but it's one that the world does not appreciate. But God knows that it is a noble cause and a noble profession that you enter into. On, I have three questions of commissioning for you. And as I ask these questions of you, I would encourage you to look at the people that you will be serving before the eyes of God, and you can respond in the affirmative by either saying I do or I will, 
or God help me. <laughs> Diana will translate to um, honor your parents who are here, and she'll be translating in Vietnamese. An Trong, do you believe the scriptures to be the totally trustworthy, fully inspired word of God, and will you share the gospel of Jesus Christ always and teach others to obey all that God has commanded? Bạn có tin cả lời kinh thánh là lời bởi Đức Chúa Trời soi dựng đầy ơn và là thật đáng tin cậy và bạn sẽ chia sẻ phúc âm về Chúa Giêsu luôn luôn và dạy mọi người tuân giữ hết cả mọi điều mà Chúa Giêsu đã trì ban. I will. Will you be faithful and diligent in the exercise of your position as a pastor in private and in public? to be above reproach before the eyes of God. Bạn sẽ trung tín và truyền cùng trong việc thực hiện chức vụ của bạn như một mục sư trong nhà và ngoài xã hội để không ai nói phạm trước mặt Chúa Giêsu. Are you now willing to take personal responsibility in the life of this congregation as a pastor to fulfill her mission, to oversee her health? to steward her resources, to devote yourself in prayer, the ministry of the word, and the shepherding of God's people. Câu thứ ba, kể từ bây giờ, bạn sẽ có sẵn sàng chịu trách nhiệm trong đời sống của hội thánh này như một mục sư để hoàn thành sứ mạng mà Chúa đã kêu gọi bạn chăm sóc tấm linh của hội thánh để giữ các tư ân của Đức Chúa Trời hiện dẫn Hiến, hiến dân thầy giờ của mình để cầu nguyện cùng chúc vụ giảng uh, cùng chúc vụ giảng dạy lời Chúa và là người chân chiên dân sự của Đức Chúa Trời không I can read it again <laughs> please don't <laughs> you're great you're great Then uh, please stand and be recognized and received as a pastor of our church. And uh, church, if you would stand and extend a hand towards this, this amazing family, and if, uh, if uh, senior leaders, if you would uh, gather around this beloved family and, and, uh, and lay hands on them, I will pray them and commission them before the eyes of God. Father, we live in a day where most ministers do not finish well. I know that's not a great line for a commissioning prayer, but it's the truth. Temptation and loss of heart and overexhaustion and bitterness, these are many obstacles that threaten to destroy, and these obstacles have destroyed many ministers. But we know, Lord, that you are mighty to save. Amen. We know, Lord, that um, the one you call, you protect. And I ask that you would pray and pray that you would protect this man You would protect his family. You would protect his life and his ministry. You would allow him to abide in you. Because that is the source of ministry, power, and strength. To abide in you. That his life and his ministry and his relationships will flow from being connected with you. From a lifetime of abiding in Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that you will give him an endurance that will not quit. A humility that always seeks to learn that knows I haven't arrived, I'm always learning. 
a marriage that makes his family his first ministry and God his first love, a strength that will not rely upon himself and a joy that transcends circumstances. Father, we receive on as a pastor and as a gift from you. You alone know how to preserve and to purify this man of God for the journey ahead. We dedicated him to you to be used mightily for your glory. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.